My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959 on the street on the air. And we start now with motoring once again. The Administration Adjudication of Traffic Offences, better known as ARTO. It's an act. It's likely to be on every motorist's mind, considering that it is set to be implemented on the 1st of July this year. That's next month, exactly a month to the date. And especially considering the dramatic impact the demerit system will have on drivers, it is important for us to understand how it's going to affect us. But how will this act come into play? How does the average motorist know? How do, uh, how, how do you understand it, especially if you own a business, if you are in the private sector and you have a, a fleet of vehicles as well? Barry Berman, CEO of Finds South Africa, explains this and he joins me on the line now to take us through all of that. Barry, a very good evening to you. Good evening to you and to the listeners. So, Barry, let's just start with what exactly this demerit system means for us. What is it? Okay, so the demerit system is primarily a way to discourage motorists from uh, their past driving bad behaviours. It's going to be another layer on top of the traffic fine uh, where the errand motorist is going to get demerit points subtracted from a total number that they are going to be awarded of 15. And then if they go over that number, then they will lose their license for a period of time. So it's an added layer to deter motorists from their bad driving. And that's why obviously we've got so many accidents on the road, which obviously lead to death. Got you. So when you talk about this 15 points, it's basically the points get added on each time you go against the system? Yes, so just by way of breaking that down, Mm -hmm. uh, every motorist will start uh, with zero points. Mm -hmm. And depending on the severity of the offences, you will lose up to a maximum of six points per offence. So maybe going through a a red robot or not stopping at a stop street or excessive speed, you will lose a maximum of six points there. For a smaller offence, maybe a parking uh, you know, fine, it could be one or two points at a time. Once you've lost your 15 points, you haven't lost your license yet. But as soon as you go over the 15 points, let's say you go through a robot and you lose four points, as the case may, may be, then that means that you've now lost your license. You've got 19 points. You've now lost your license for one year because for every point over your 15 points, you will lose your license for three months. What? That is... That's strict. That's really strict. And that's harsh. Um, okay, so let's go through what are the different offences. You spoke about skipping a robot and what was the other one? What, what, what are the different ways in which you can actually lose these points? Okay, so there is actually a schedule um, which is actually on the auto website, mm-hmm. which has got um, amazingly 2,600 different offences. So parking on a red line, uh, parking in a loading zone, uh, parking, you know, uh, and the meter has expired. And then there's all the different speeding offences. Then there's going through red robots. And then obviously the more severe ones like drunken driving, uh, overloading of, you know, of vehicles, unroadworthy vehicles. Uh, The list is really endless. You would never expect there to be so many different types of infringements. But in actual fact, there's 2,600. 
Gosh, so uh, we could see a lot of people actually, you know, losing their license at least for a year. My guest this evening is Barry Berman. He's the CEO of Fines South Africa. Give us a call if you have any questions. We are talking about the new demerit system that is going to take effect next month. The number to call is 086-00-00959. You can also WhatsApp us on 063-688-0959. Give us a call if you have any questions for Barry. Okay, so Barry, I mean, when you, when you talk about that many different offences and six points coming off each offence, uh, how are they going to manage this? How does it actually get monitored? How do they know that you've actually committed an offence? Okay, so all the, all the offences um, are kept track on the ENATA system, which is the National Traffic Information System. And you will actually see on the infringement notice when you receive it, you will see how many points you've lost. And it's not clear if they will show you a tally as well on the actual traffic fine notices that you will hopefully receive. Because just bear in mind that, that the notices are going to be sent by the post office. So there's hopefully will will be there. Uh, there's also in the amendment act the possibility that infringement notices will be sent electronic means if your details have been updated on the system. And then log in to the ARTO website and then our national system that keeps track of your personal traffic fund on a national basis, we will also be showing our clients who joined our platform. Oh, we seem to be having a problem with Barry's line. We're losing him there. Let's see if we can get him on a better line there. But as he was saying, I mean, this is actually quite tough. So this demerit system takes effect next month on the 1st of July. And essentially each person, each person with a license starts off with 15 points. And for every offense that uh, you commit, six points are taken off. So you actually, you can basically only make two offenses and um, and then your license could actually be taken away for up to a year. So that's, um, uh, oh, he was explaining as well uh, that, you know, they do give you a bit of a leeway up till about 19 points. Um, let's just get some more clarity. Barry, do we have you on a better line? Hello? Yes, I am back. Okay, great. So I was just explaining. So you, so it's, each person gets 15 points. For each offense, it's six points taken off. That only leaves you with two offenses that you can commit. You were saying something that there is a bit of a leeway there. Just take me through that again before your license okay, actually gets taken away. So you start with zero. And depending on the severity of the offense, the maximum that you can lose per offense is six points. Ah, okay. So... You can lose one point, two points, three points, but the worst offence in one time you can lose the six points. Ah, okay. That makes better sense because I was just thinking, I mean, you know, if I'm caught speeding twice, my licence could be taken away. So it over a time, so probably when you say drunken driving, that could be quite a serious offence. Up to six points can be taken away in a case like that. Yes, and then let me just add as well that you also can claw back points. So... You know, once you have exceeded your 15 points, now if, if your driving behavior improves and you don't incur any points, then every three months you can claw back one point. That's, um, that's only if you've committed an offense and the points were taken away. Yeah, so once you've gone over the 15 points, let's say you, you're on 16 points, now you have effectively lost your license. But if you drive well for the next three months, then you'll claim one point back. So you'll go down to 15 points. So you can go down to zero if you just keep on driving well for many, many months. 
Okay, so when you say that you you um, if you are driving well for the next three months, that that basically means that you haven't had any offences in those three months. Yes, correct, hundred percent. I think it's a tough system. I'm actually it's worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think everyone should be worried, but I think South Africa does need a wake up call, and this is a system that has worked internationally. Uh, you know, the trick for us is going to be to police it uh, so that people can feel the pain if they have gone over their 15 points. So where, when, you tra- when you say internationally, where else has the system been implemented? Many first world countries, including Australia, certain states in uh, the US, the UK, uh, a few countries throughout you know, Europe. Uh, it is quite a, a wide spectrum of countries because the double layer definitely does work, but the policing needs to also be there in order, you know, to bring the perpetrators to book if they are stopped and their license is checked and they have run out of points, then they can be arrested and the fines for that are very, very as well. Okay, so just looking at law enforcement, how are we going to manage the system, right? So for instance, if you skip a red robot and there's no camera there and nobody actually takes any account of this, how then that does that get booked onto the system and onto your license? So obviously uh, your number plate is, is picked up by the cameras. Okay, uh, but if there's no camera? If there's no camera at all? Then there's no traffic cop on hand yeah. and you get away with it. Okay. But, you know, these days the cameras are becoming so prevalent mm-hmm. that I think uh, the days of getting away with these transgressions are kind of are going to be uh, short-lived. Okay. What about, uh, what are the other things that we need to know with this demerit system? Is it only about committing offences? Because, I mean, you know, when you when you get prepared to get onto the road, also having a, a, a vehicle that's not roadworthy is also an offence. So what do you do with vehicles that are not actually meant to be not off the standard to be on the road would that also fit into the offenses that is part of the schedule three that i mentioned yes. a bit earlier so you know a a broken tail light you will get penalized um flat tires that's all part of that schedule uh, all the existing transgressions that you have been fined for in the past are there but the added layer is that now you will also lose the demerit points. And then we should also speak about what actually happens and how one needs to pay for your fine and when you should be paying for your fine because that also becomes very important. Barry, i got a question for you about the fact that, yes, your car needs to be roadworthy, but what about the road and the condition of the road? I mean, I'm just thinking about driving around in Johannesburg. The roads are littered with potholes and it's quite dangerous. You could damage the tyre, you could damage your vehicle. By the time you get it all sorted out, you could still be on the road because you need to get from A to B during that time. What about that so so the question coming through is what about the conditions of the road does that have anything to play in here well yes definitely i mean obviously you know there's only so much that the motorist can do if there are potholes littered you know down the road it may be very difficult to drive safely or not damage your vehicle and let's hope that Sandrail and the other agencies are attending to this or will attend to this in the near future but the onus is on you to make sure that your vehicle is in working order and that it's safe and that it's not going to in any way uh, put anybody else's life in peril.
So you, you have the responsibility as the driver to check your vehicle before you get into it and make sure that it is in a roadworthy state. Okay, so I would think that would fit into um, getting prepared. What else can we do to actually prepare ourselves for this demerit system? Is there anything? We have a whole month to go. What can we do apart from, you know, behaving much better on the road and uh, adhering to all the rules of the road? What else can we do? If we look at, you know, fleet management, small businesses that have one or two vehicles, how do they also safeguard their drivers that are going out as well? How do they manage that? Yes, well, uh, fleet owners are going to have an additional administration burden and they need to start getting their heads around the problem. Why it's going to impact the fleet uh, in a big way and something that they haven't been used to in the past is that you have 32 days from the time that the infringement notice has been issued to nominate that particular driver who was driving that particular vehicle. So whether it's a massive fleet with 10,000 vehicles, or if you're a small fleet, as you mentioned, you know, the plumber, the electrician that has only a few vehicles around. If you don't nominate the driver and fill in the Auto 07 form, which is a pretty comprehensive form with all the driver's details, and you need to have it commissioned by a commissioner of oath, and you need to get it to the RTIA that runs the auto system, within those 32 days, you are going to be in trouble because then you've run out of a window period to nominate a driver and then you as the fleet owner will be penalized, either personally or the company itself. And the problem with the company being penalized is that they will then block your details on the innate system, which means that you won't be able to relicense your car, buy a car or sell a car. So, so fleets and the public need to be very organized. They need to be checking the mail or they need to be updating their information on the e system so that they are sure that they receive that infringement in time. And then once they receive that infringement, equally as important is they need to act swiftly, either by nominating. The drivers also then got 30, the first 32 days, there's a 50% discount on the fine. So if you want to take advantage of the fine being reduced by 50%, you need to nominate it into the driver's name and pay it within those 52 days. Um, otherwise, what happens is the fine will then grow. It will, it will get more expensive. So after the 32 days, then a courtesy notice is issued. That is going to be an additional cost to the driver of 60 rand. Wow. Then if they pay it, they pay the full fine amount plus the 60 rand. If they don't pay it within the next 60 within the next 32-day period, there will be an additional cost of 100 rand, and that's when it gets nasty. That's the yeah. enforcement order. Okay. And that's when you get blocked on the system. So your fire keeps on growing. There is so a there is a considerate there is a considerate amount of administration to do as well for ordinary motorists that are not part of a business or not part of a fleet. Um, what do they just wait for some information to come through from the Department of Transport in terms of this, or is it all going to be automatic and kicks kicks in you know on your license and things um, on the first of July? Okay, so everybody needs to be expecting now to receive these notices. Uh, once they receive the notice, then obviously they need to act. That's, that, that is option one. Um, 
you know, our platform, which is findsa.ca.za, is option two, because once you've actually registered on our platform, we will be proactively sending clients their infringement, mm-hmm. and they can obviously pay it as well through our platform. So they can sign up, and then they can sign in at any time, view all the fines, and obviously we're trying to take that pain away from people relying on the postal service, and then also you know, the the schlep factor of going through and having to settle, you know, the fine at a variety of different places. And then also quite important to add is that auto, and this is what a lot of people are getting confused about, is only going to be launching in Joburg and in Tuani. So if you're driving out of those two municipalities, you're going to get a normal fine, which is still part of the old system. And throughout South Africa at the moment, they're still going to be on the existing system, which is the Criminal you know, Procedure Act system. So you, you mustn't just be checking the auto system because you may be traveling outside of those two catchment areas. Okay, but, but but what you're saying is that it's the system is only going to be active in Pretoria and Swane for now, and, and Joburg, sorry. And then what happens, the other fines will carry on as per normal. Would that be fed into the system? If Say, yeah, for instance, you're driving in PE or in Cape Town, somewhere else, and you commit an offence there, would that be, and, and if it's caught on camera, would that be fed into the system? Okay, so that will not be part of the initial auto rollout plan. That will be phased in over time. So for motorists who are travelling from Johannesburg to Durban, for example, may be going through 20 different municipalities. Certain municipalities like Joburg and Swanee are going to be under the auto system and all the other municipalities are still the existing traffic fine system. Okay. So if you're on Fines a platform, for example, which is one of the big platforms, you'll be able to view all your fines and pay all your fines in one place. So it may be a bit confusing initially and I think it may take some time to roll auto out across all the 257 odd municipalities. Mm. So the motorist needs to understand that. Okay, but I suppose the information will be on the websites as well. We can check it out in the Department of Transport and auto systems and just see, uh, especially that over 2,000 different offences, you would need to check them out. Barry, thanks so much for giving us some insight on how the system is going to work. Barry Berman, CEO of Fines South Africa. I think there's definitely another discussion to be had here, especially around what kind of recourse do you have as a motorist? My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959 on the street on the air